everybody. This is Nick. Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast. And if you've been with us uh, for the last few weeks, welcome back. You know, we're in a series called Dream Vision. This is going to be part three. If this is your first time listening, welcome. This podcast is streamed on all major platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. So glad you decided to tune in. You're in for a real Real treat today, but just want to take care of a few housekeeping things. Um, I invite you, encourage you, if you, if if this is your first time, check out the first two episodes of this series. This episode, this part, part three, will make much more sense if you go check out the first two. So I encourage you to do that, as well as our bonus episode series in January called Perspectives, where we uh, have some amazing guests on. So I encourage you to check that out as well. But today, today we're doing part three of a series we're calling Dream Vision, and we've really been focusing on the life of Joseph, and we've really been working on answering the question, can we dream beyond what we see, right? And if we think about it, we've all had that struggle, maybe you're dealing with it right now, where maybe God is giving you something so big, so great, so purpose-filled and called that you, you just don't know where to begin, you're so focused on everything around you, what you don't have, what you do have, what you won't have. And so we want to really help you unlock that. And so for week three, we're actually, the title is Where the Dream Takes You. And I have a special guest, this brother, uh, we met, I think, at least a year and a half ago, maybe somewhere close to two years, in the podcast circuit, in those podcast streets. Um, And uh, he's out of Houston. And when I tell you the story and the journey you're about to hear, because last week we talked about the journey. And ultimately, this week, you're going to see where this dream has taken this young man. And I'm telling you, you do not want to, you want to tune in. You don't want to miss this episode. And so I'm going to introduce my brother, Holby Johnson Jr., and I'm going to let him introduce himself, and we're going to jump right into this thing. What's what's up, y'all? Hey, thank you, Nick. (laughs) Appreciate it, man. It's been a minute since I've been on the mic, man, but I I am excited to finally be on, on this. I know we've chatted about it before, but this is... This is a great time to do it. Uh, like Nick said, it, uh, said, my name's Hopi. I'm out of Houston. I'm originally from California. Been in Houston about going on seven years. And again, it's just been a part of my journey. Uh, I've, I've been married for going on 15 years. I have three daughters, uh, Journey, Jordan, and January. Uh, worst idea naming them all, Jay. It's never a good idea. Don't ever do that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I seek to be a better man each day and learn from my mistakes and Try to really, try to really pastor my household consistently. Not chill without giving too much away yet, you know. <laughs> All right, yes, sir, man. Man, we like I said, appreciate you being on, man. And I'm telling y'all, when when we get into this story, and we're gonna jump into it, but first, I want to, you know, kind of get your perspective on the life of Joseph, man, because we we've been in this 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 um this series. And we really dove into his life, his journey, um, and the things that he faced. And so, just a little bit, man, just expound on maybe some things in your in your reading of of, of Genesis in that early uh, stage of the Israelites, man. Just let us know, man. What 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 insight did you gain? So, aside from Daniel, this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible because it deals with it deals with ignorance as well. Because jo- Joseph obviously gave out some information that he didn't need to give out. But along that way, his journey didn't always look like it was connected to his dream or his vision. But uh, but at the end, you, you know, God, you know, obviously made everything work, work, to, work together for good. But it, it is so uh, it's so great because it deals with 
everyday distractions. It deals with some. It, it deals with somebody lying on Joseph. It deals with him being betrayed. It deals with promotion. It deals with being demoted. It it, it pretty much has a. It pretty much touches on a little bit of everything that we deal with on our journey. So it's like. It, it, it just covers everything. There's a plethora of things in there that I enjoy. It deals with forgiveness of his brothers. It deals with humility. There's so much in this that we can learn and take from it. And every time I read it, I get something different. I get something different every single time because I'm at a different part of my journey every, every year. So each part of the story may speak louder to me than it did before. And I would, I would uh, say the same thing for sure, man. It, it really... Um challenged me too to see things differently to see um the different perspectives that you can get and one of the things i noticed has really spurred this episode um part three of this and i love where um if you listen last week we were going to take one avenue in part three and quite honestly god spoke and <laughs> we went a different way and the beauty of that is the title and the theme of this episode didn't change. We were talking about that before we jumped on. It didn't change, even though the avenue changed, right? We got on a different expressway here. But the focus is still the same, and and the focus of it really goes into when we first meet Joseph and then when we see him last. And in Genesis 37, we talked about when, like uh, Hovey said, the information he probably should have kept to himself. And we talked about that. You know, you can't share your dream vision with everybody. It might sound good. It might seem good. But what we find out is even though you heard from God, they didn't hear from God about you. And even if they did, they have their preconceived notions. Joseph was the youngest. All his brothers knew his father. That was his father's favorite. And, you know, all of those things. And one of the things, we see him have this dream um, in the beginning where he's talking about the stalks of grain bowing down to him. And then we fast forward to the last chapter in Genesis, and Joseph is now 110. So we see the span of a life. He was 17, and now he's 110. And the, the culmination of this dream we see, where he gets to see his children's great-great-grandchildren alive, flourishing in the land of Egypt. And when you think about where the dream takes you, right? When he first saw that, he had no idea that this would be a generational calling, a generational vision. And so, man, when you think about, you know, your journey and where you are and where you've been, man, and I know we we were talking earlier and, and it was a let's go, let's go, let's go. And man, just tell us uh, just your journey, man. Because we, when we met, you were you were podcasting, bro. Like that's what you yeah. were doing. And so now, I don't I don't want to put the cat out. I don't want to let the cat out the bag. But you uh, just share, man. Like that journey, man. From from there to there, man. What what's life looking like for you right now? Wow. So <laughs> so life life is a life is busier than it's ever been, but it's cer- certainly a blessing. Uh, so I currently have, uh, I released a, a book last, uh, this week called The Legend of the New Protectors. This was inspired by my three daughters to promote self-love and self-empowerment just for them to accept themselves. And this spawned for myself. So if I take it back before the podcasting, because that's, I'm, I'm not going to go all the way back to the inception, but I'm going to go a little bit before the podcasting. Uh, there, Me and my wife had been married about 10 years and 
I realized I wasn't being the head that I was called to be. Uh, she was following, but I wasn't leading the way I was supposed to lead. And I had to answer some questions that I didn't want to answer. I had to examine myself in a way that I, that I never thought I'd have to do. And in that, uh, my, I wrote my first book of that. It's called, it's called The Journey Back to Me. That was my first book that I published. And the book just dealt with me getting back to the place and the person God originally had designed me to be. Because as we take our journey, uh, we will begin to accumulate habits and baggage of other people. And it becomes so heavy to the point that it changes the way that we maneuver, changes the way we think. Because now, if I'm holding all this baggage, the shirt that I, that I actually fit, I can't wear it anymore. So I now have to change and alter what I'm wearing and what I'm doing and how I'm maneuvering. So that's what that book was about. And then shortly after, I wrote a third. I wrote a thirty-day devotional, and I'm and and I'm thinking, hey, I, I like teaching people. And God had told me my gift years ago when I was fifteen that I'm a teacher, and I, that that I'm going to be a teacher. That that's what I'm going to be. And it didn't. And I won't go, jump ahead, but it didn't look like that in every season. It certainly didn't. And one one day after I stopped writing, I was podcasting. I decided to podcast that I wanted to share uh, what God has given me. Right. And I thought that was going to be a whole thing, but that was only a season two. And mm -hmm. one night I was, I was talking to my youngest and she said, you know what, dad, I don't love my hair. I want to cut it off. I want my hair to be straight. I want it to be different. That broke my heart because in my eyes, she is so beautiful. I love her so much. She is my heart. And in that moment, it sparked something in me. Uh, as you can see behind me, I am a, I'm a superhero fanatic. I love superheroes and my kids do as well. And they saw these superheroes, but they never saw themselves in it. God inspired me in a way that I never thought, uh, to write a fiction book inspired by her. And then even in that, I wrote the book. It did well. I'm actually, the book's actually in the, in the Houston museum of African-American culture right now. So even in that, I thought that was that, but then God decided to inspire me again and teach the boys right about yeah, yeah. about work uh, about working together in unity and uh i haven't podcasted in about eight months <laughs> and i thought again i thought that was the whole thing but that was just a season as well and i've learned the past four years every season is not going to look the same the vision god has given me hasn't changed the avenue has changed many of times and that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm currently still writing a lot but the dreams that God has given me, I have a notepad that I have them written down on because there's so many of them. So there's so many dreams that God that God will give you. And if you don't write them down uh, and look at them, uh, when, when you're in those dungeons, right, when you're in those spots, uh, those visions, those dreams, they give you hope. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's so wild. Like, and, and you said something that that really jumped out at me, and and you and and I, I'll I'm a paraphrase it. <laughs> you, you basically said seasons may change, but the vision will remain. Exactly. God, exactly. God's vision for you didn't change. He may have Same. taken you down a path. He may have shifted some things around. And, and I, I love when I you know, and I'm learning this even just in podcasting and in life in general. Yeah. Like we can get so caught in the vision that we forget to be agile. We forget to be, you know, ready. And, and, yeah. and when I think about it, you know, when you think about like sports and, and, and like in basketball playing defense, like you can't be, okay, I'm just going to play defense this one way. I, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to just stop this. I'm going to stop him from going one way, yeah. and that's all I'm going to do. 
Well, what if he crosses and goes back the other way? Yeah. Now you have to pivot and turn and adjust. Yeah. And that's another thing I love about basketball. It's so stop and go. It's so stop and go. It is. <laughs> it, it's, it's not a methodical thing. It's like, okay, we can be slow paced right now. Oh, no, there's a steal. We got to go. Oh, yeah. wait, there's another one. Oh, wait, there's this. Well, now we're back to slow. Yep. And, and sometimes I feel like that's that's the journey, and that's where this dream takes you. It teaches you not just patience and discipline, but it teaches you this this agility. And I think that's something when I look at, and I think even 2020 um, showed us this from a ministry standpoint, the power of agility, right? Because think about pandemic and everything that's going on, and you had all these churches that were like, okay, what are we going to do with it? God's vision didn't change. It didn't. His his goal for your ministry didn't change to reach yeah. people, transform lives, transform lives, and save save souls. Like that didn't change. It didn't. But yet churches, well, we can't do it this way. So how we, we got to stop the vision? Like no, 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 no. Like that that's not how God's vision works. Like it's not going to stop. You know, so right. you see other churches that have just blown up internet online pivot, pivot, and everything. Pivot. You got to pivot, right? We talked yeah. about that in January, power of the pivot. Cool. And so when you think about that, man, like, I think that's something in ministry and life that people don't, and I think it goes hand in hand with people just don't like change, yeah. right? And so then I wonder, is it is it more of the, I don't like change, or is it more, I don't want to be agile? Honestly, man, I think... I think when it comes down to it, it is I get, give it's giving up control. That's ultimately what it is. Because when I don't want to pivot, when I don't want to change, when I don't want to be agile, I'm stuck in my own way. Like literally, when you don't pivot, you are literally stiff and stuck in one way. And you don't want to move because I don't know what's gonna happen, right? I don't know which direction God's gonna tell me to go. And having that having that ability to pivot is gonna require a lot of trust in God which is going to require a lot of distrusting yourself, a lot of distrusting your motives. That means in that way, I have to I have to say, okay, Holbert, you don't know what you're talking about. You have to rely on God. I don't want to do that sometimes. I want to boast. I want to say, you know, I got this. I can do this, right? I've done this before. I've been there before. I got the T-shirt, all that. But God is trying to say, no, we got to pivot. You need to trust me. In all your ways, acknowledge me. That means when we acknowledge God, we are not only acknowledging that he's, he's, the, he's the author and the finisher of our faith overall, but in that season, in that moment, God is the one that creates all of that. And we have to take a backseat, but the backseat is not where we want to be. The backseat is the pit. The backseat is the jail. The, pack, the backseat is by the burning bush. The backseat is not where you want to be at because no one sees what happens to the person in the backseat. No one, no one yeah, sees yeah. that. We all want to be in the front seat. We all want to jump to the dream. We don't want to take the journey because the dream looks so glamorous. Yeah, but yeah. to get there, God's got so much ironing, sharpening he has to do, so much burning and fortifying, so many relationships that you're carrying that have to go. There's so much he has to do. But in order for that to happen, we've got to be able to pivot. You've got to be able to yeah. adjust from these relationships to be closer with God because we don't know all these things that we have around us are holding us back from our purpose with God and being closer to who he wants us to be. We think we can have all these things and still be this person that God wants us mm -hmm. to be. No, 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 no. God doesn't work that way. He does not work yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, man. And it, I love what you said. Like, you have to be able to, I can't hear to you. have that. 
you have to um yeah you have to be able to to have that mindset right yeah to just not only pivot but and, and I love one part um in in Joseph's story with Pontifer's wife yeah and and he he fights this all I mean he fights it he fights it again nope 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 and you know and finally he gets caught up in and she lies on him right but the one thing that what I what I would say with that and and we know this because you know he was still human he wasn't a perfect person so i'm sure and they don't really describe what she looked like or what he thought or you know but i would imagine she looked good she was the queen she looked good (laughs) yeah and he's a young young guy you know he wasn't married he didn't you know and so i'm sure he in his mind probably had a moment a real moment but what happened in that moment, I feel, is so powerful, and, and it really speaks to what you're saying. Is he he saw he kept the vision in mind. Oh my gosh! Where yes. am I at? And he also had the the foresight. I feel like that because at that point he was ruling, and, and we even talked about that in yep. in, in uh, last week. Is he is ruling? He's in a he's in a position. Of leadership, authority. He's there. But it was almost like this where we, we kind of do it too, where we reach a point and we say, This is what God had. Whew, we take this, a this is what yeah. this is what it is. I made it. But I imagine his dream didn't talk about his dream wasn't this. His dream was y'all bowing down to me. That was the dream, but this don't look like that yet because they not they're not here. So this must be just this is this is a moment. I, I got this leadership, and we'll and we'll get into that that mindset where we we reach this pinnacle, we reach this milestone, and it's like I'm here. And and, and again, y'all, if y'all been with us, you know I'm I use sports metaphors all the time, but <laughs> it's literally like that team that'll make the playoffs. Yeah, and say the worst, say probably the worst sports statement ever in the history that probably make the Jordans and the LeBrons and the Kobe's rest of soul like cringe. Man, we're just happy to be here. We made it. We're we 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 here. Yeah. Okay, you're in the playoffs now. You still got a whole nother journey to go, but you're yeah. good right here. You're you're good right here. Getting beat by twenty points in the playoffs, get sent home early. You're good. Like, no, like, this is a moment, but we still have work to do. Yeah. We still have a vision. We still have a journey to go on. And so you, you talked about that. Like, people, this they don't want the journey. They just want the dream. Because yeah. the dream looks sexy. The dream looks everything, you know. Yeah, we can, you're right, we can, Yeah, we could turn on the TV and see so-and-so. Man, he's doing this, and he's this, and he's, she's that, or they're this. And, man, I want that. But yeah. we have no idea what it took. What it took to get to that point. And even if we did, we wouldn't want the dream no. Not that, oh, I don't want it that way. I want it the easy way. Well, that's the thing with God visions. It's there's no easy way to get there. Yeah. There, it's a journey. It's a step process. So man, just touch on that a little bit. Man, when you spoke, God just spoke to me so clearly. Uh, when you were talking about Pontius Pilate, uh and and uh and and Joseph and his wife, not Pontius Pilate, but <laughs> we talk about Joseph and, and his and his wife. 
uh, uh, Joseph and and uh, and, the, and the king's wife, what happened is the vision was so big it kept him on track. He it said he ran, like he ran away from what was not on the vision. Like that listed guy for our vision, that's our map. If it ain't on the map, I got to go or you got to go. And David had the same situation but failed. David. God's vision for David was you, all these generations will be on the throne forever. That was the vision. At one point, David was supposed to build God's, God, God, God's church. He was supposed to build it at one point. But what happened when David was supposed to be out to war, he was not where he was supposed to be. First problem, not where you're supposed to be. That was the first problem. So he was away from the vision. He was not working the vision that God gave him. So he was out, he was out doing something. He was out the castle. Then he saw temptation he saw something that wasn't his joseph said the same thing he saw something that wasn't his the difference is david when he stepped away from the vision he stepped away from the self-discipline god gives you he steps away from the peace he stepped away from the strength he stepped away from the joy he stepped away from the provisions that god gives you uh, uh, there's so many times where we're failing and we're like god why am i failing and god's like why are you there i didn't put you there go be where i told you to be where my provisions are at, and you're going to be taken care of. David failed because he was not where he was supposed to be. Because of that failure, he could not be, he had too much blood on hands. Because of that failure, he lost the child. There was a death because it was sin. But being where we're supposed to be, being near the vision the entire time, it protects us. It protects us. Abraham and Sarah, they stepped away from the vision. Then they had Ishmael, right? You step away from the vision, you have sin. And what's happening now in the Middle East? Ishmael, they're, they're still against each other, right? In the Middle East, they're still against each other. These, these times when we step away from the vision, it's not something that happens in a moment. It affects the next generations. It affects our children. These are habits. These are things that we are developing that our children, that our friends, that people are seeing that it will influence them. But we got to stick to the vision. Stay close to the vision, the warmth, the direction, the provisions of the vision, and we will be protected. Yeah, man. Uh, you you ended that. You said provisions of the vision, oh, and, yeah. and I love each of those examples where you know there's this theme. You they stepped away from what they were told, what they were shown. Yep. You know, even with Abraham, you're going to be the father of many nations, and he got impatient. He couldn't wait. You know, David just got manipulative and just everything. He just got ruthless. Yeah. He just, I mean, that's just, you know, wildness. And, 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 but what I love about it is it's so clear because we, and last week we talked about in this journey, God's with us. And we see everywhere Joseph went, God was, God was with him yeah. in the jail. And when he got sold into slavery, everywhere he went, he just had because and it was I love what it said that he didn't get this favor in these positions because of him. He got it because God was with him and the people around him could see that he was with him by his actions, by his choices, by by his demeanor, by his character. And and I love that we see that because it puts the focus back on God. Because we see too many times where, where people reach that vision or they reach the end of that journey and they get to the other side of the dream and they forget the journey. Yeah. They forget who got them there. They, they, they take the credit, you know. 
And right. it, it's it's just one of those things. It's like it's that's that's about as bad as stepping away from the vision is oh, when you yeah. take credit for the vision, right? Yeah. And so, man, like go into that a little bit because I think there's people who are like, you know, it, it's sometimes it's a struggle. It's real. Like you'll see yourself, you see what you're doing, mm-hmm. and it's almost like muscle memory that we have to train ourselves to keep God first in the, like keep him first in everything, keep him at the center of everything. And you get a little notoriety, you get the fame, you get this, you get that, this dream that God gave me. Oh my gosh, it's so big now. Look what I did. Right. And it's like, Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Wait a minute. Like, look at what God did through you. Yeah. It is the focus you should be having. And so, man, talk about that because I know that's a struggle and I think it's something that a lot of people, and I'll say specifically young people, don't really understand. Like, that, it's a struggle. It's a real, I had it when I was young. You know, when you out there, sports, doing whatever, you're like, man, I'm I'm doing this. Like, yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Where did my ability come from? Where did my gifting come from? Yeah. And so just touch on that a little bit, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, wow. Mind blown as you were, man, as you were literally saying that God's just piecing together some things that I have not thought about in so long. So how that ha- what, what's happening there? Uh, we have to immerse ourselves in the journey. We have to be okay with the journey. We have to focus on the journey. So Joseph in the beginning, when he told his friend, when he told his brothers about his dream, that was a sign of immaturity, but also that was a sign that he needed the journey. Because in that moment, I saw had a dream. Right, not God gave me a vision. I had a dream. I had a vision that showed that Joseph had a journey he had to go on, and that journey was to get that eye out of Joseph. That's what the journey was for. Uh, it had been twenty something years since Samuel came to anoint David when he came there when he was in the sheep uh, uh, when he was in the pasture, and because because of uh, because of who David was going to have to be. That journey started with him being humble in that pasture. It started with there. He needed the journey so he can learn how to shepherd and lead his people. So these journeys are meant to filter out, to remove, to purify us of ourselves, of our own glory. Because I'll be honest, there are some things that it blew up for me. I'll probably lose my mind. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I know that I, know that I, I, know I have a propensity to go toward pride. Plain and simple, right? I love proceed to love looking good and being the best. I understand that. Because of that, I pray, God, I need to stay by the vision and I need to keep you in my mouth. So we have to understand that the journey is meant to get us to where God wants us to be. But as long as we are we are idolizing who we are going to be, because in that vision, Joseph uh, said initially, I saw you bowing down to me. But what God was saying is, I saw but what, what, what was happening was they were bowing down to who God put in power. There is a difference. So the, so the second it, it goes from that's me to that's what God did, did, now we're ready for the vision. But we won't be ready for the vision until the journey makes us who we are supposed to be. And it, it gets us focused on God. Because you, if, you, if you read the rest of the, the story, Joseph, Joseph ain't said nothing more about him. They came to him and asked him about he, he said one thing in reference and don't forget about me. Outside of that, he didn't ask again, hey, do you remember me? Hey, I told him that. He didn't check with nobody. He didn't defend himself when he got thrown into jail. He didn't. 
because it wasn't about him. It was about the journey. It was about God. That's what it was about. The eyes left. The journey's meant to get the eyes out of you and get the God into you. Yeah, man. That that is good. And I think it really is the first, like, when we we've been in the series, and man, when when I think about, you know, when people, okay, I have this dream or I have this and I but I don't know how to navigate the journey. Yeah. And and the truth is, one, no, none of us do. But there are practical things we can understand that will help us along the journey. And I think you t- you touched on the first one, which is understanding your struggle. Yes. Understanding where you fall short. What things are you susceptible to? And how can you get things in place and, and things around you to help you stay locked into that? Um, I think understanding that the journey helps you grow. Because, yeah. uh, you know, people are so afraid of of the journey because it's an unknown, right? We go back to... Okay, I have to go on this journey. It means it's it's going to be change. I got to relinquish control. I have to be agile. Yes. And I have to be willing to say yes. Mm. Because even when I think when even when preparing this, I'm I was thinking about Moses and Noah. Both got a very clear and big instruction from God. You know, Moses got very little instruction from God. Noah got all this detail and everything. Noah got the, like, here's why I'm doing it. Here's what I'm doing it. The only thing Noah didn't get was the win. He didn't didn't get that part, (laughs) right? But when you look at their responses to God, you know, Moses is, I I love to say, but, 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 that's Moses. I can't, I don't, mm, I don't know, like, literally. Yeah. Not knowing who God, he, I mean, he knew who God was, but he still studied. No, I'm not. You need to go find somebody else. I don't talk well. You don't want me to do this. Meanwhile, Noah has to go build something bigger than him for something he's never experienced. And God, oh, by the way, just told you he going to wipe everybody out on the earth except you and your people. So go build this thing because I'm about, to, I'm about to wipe them out. And the Bible says Noah did exactly what God commanded him to do. He didn't ask about it. He didn't question it. I would imagine that conversation with his wife was interesting. Um, you know, they got to go build this thing. But then here we have Moses. And, and there's one, like, one interesting thing with Moses is when God tells him to throw down the staff and it turns into a serpent. And then he tells no, he tells Moses to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. You notice the butt stopped at that moment? He didn't say, but it was a snake. You want me to pick up? Like, if that was me, because I don't do snakes, it would have been like, okay, you could have turned it into anything else. <laughs> Any right? other kind of, anything. You turn it to a snake, but yet Moses pick, went down and picked it up. And that was his first moment of, I'm out of, I am I don't control this. Yeah. Right? And so when I think about practical things, we talked about the struggle, we talked about helping growth, man. And I think where... Where faith and relationship with Christ play in the the dream vision, right? Because I think in both of those examples, even the examples you gave, that's the diff. I think those are like the two things, right? It's that faith, um, and and of course obedience too, but that communication and trust. Mm. Like, where do those two? Where do those things? That that culmination of things. Where do that? Where does those? Where do those play? In the vision. 
Man, you are, there's one Holy Spirit, brother. Oh, uh, when I was doing Bible study with my kids this morning, I just opened up the Bible. We, we ended up reading about, uh, about God feeding the, Jesus feeding the 4,000 in Mark. And as, and as I was reading to them, uh, there were, there were three things that I saw clear to get, to get a, to get a supply need, to get something supplied, to get a change, right? The first thing was they had, they had to recognize that there was a need and there, then there, and there, there was something that, that had to change. So that was see, see what has to happen, see what needs to change, see what needs to be done. Then the next step is listen, right? Jesus gave them instructions. He gave them instructions. They had to humble themselves. So he said, he said, sit, they sat down, they sat down. So they were humble. They saw what needed to happen. They were humble. They sat down and they listened. The final step was the obedience. He gave instructions. Then they had to obey. Repetition of these things builds that relationship throughout this dream process. This dream process is going to have so many, it's going to have so many turns and so many uh, cost, caution. We got roadblocks. All these things, but we have to be vigilant. We have to not be distracted, right? Joseph, he's whatever happened with the lady, he wasn't distracted. He kept the vision plain. He saw what needed to happen, and he kept listening to what God has told him. Humble. And when I'm saying listen, I'm not talking about hearing. I'm talking about being on your knees in a place where I need to know. I need help. Like like you know, listening for direction, listening for answers, and then obey. A lot of us get through the first two steps. Cool. I listened. I, I, I see it. I listened, right? The third step, obedience. That's the hard part. That's, that's what changes the path of the vision. That's what changes the path of the vision because of, because of your disobedience. In the book of Jeremiah, I believe it's in Jeremiah, it says, because of your disobedience, your blessings will be withheld from you. Disobedience changes the path of the vision. It doesn't change the vision because, uh, because understand this, Abraham's vision, David's vision still happened. Jesus, Jesus came through that line of David. Abraham still had a million kids, right? All these things still happened, but the disobedience altered the path of the vision. So we just have to make sure we're staying vigilant about the vision. We're being humble and listening to God, what God has to say about every step of the way. Don't take it on your own. God didn't supply this word. He didn't supply all this information for us to just go out and wing it. And we got we to gotta obey. Stay by the vision. God will give you the strength to obey throughout the process. Yeah, man. That, that is so good, bro. And, and the one thing, and this is letting you know now, this is going to be the shareable quote of the episode. <laughs> but um, what I heard out of that is the level of your obedience determines the path of your vision. Ooh, doesn't determine go, the vision. It determines the roadmap, the journey of your vision. Because I really, what I felt God saying in that is, the more obedient I know you are, the more I'm going to, the not necessarily the easier I'm going to make it, but the more agile I'm going to make you. Because I know I can trust you with that part of it. I can Mm. trust you with this. I can trust you with that. And it might always seem bigger than you. It might always seem crazier than you. It might. That's why I go again. Going back to something we mentioned last week is it's one thing to dream beyond what you see, but can you dream beyond the the first dream? Can you dream beyond the first vision? Can you dream beyond what God has you? That is faith. Because now you're getting into and and for for all my TC Nation folks and TC (laughs) Tulsa, 
Now we're talking crazy face. Let's go. Now now we're talking bigger than this, you know. So when we think about whatever it is you're doing, um, how can we get to that level, right? The journey is the journey. It's going to be that, right? We know that. Um, but when you have these practical steps, when you start building that relationship, when you start seeing what God does, and that's why I love Hebrews 11. If you want some faith charge up, you need to read Hebrews 11 yeah, yeah. because it, it lists pretty much everybody we just talked about and some more people in their faith journey with God as he took them to vision. I love what you said, like David's vision still happened. Abraham's vision still happened. Maybe not yeah. the path God intended initially, but based on their obedience, based on their relationships, okay, well, mm, you, you got a little impatient, Abraham. Now we got to deal with this. You know, okay, we can. I can work that out. I'm God. Okay, David, you really messed up. Like, okay, <laughs> bruh. Mm, you know, and so now it's how can we do that, man? And so as we bring this to a close, man, I'll, I'm going to do a couple of things. Um, one you don't know about, so it's going to be a surprise. All right. But um, <laughs> first, how can people get in contact with you, man? That's going to be the first thing. Then we're going to pray. And then I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a drop, the, drop the surprise on you. So All go right. for it. All right. Uh, you can, uh, my email is hobiespeaks at gmail.com. Uh, I will go ahead and give you my, uh, my, I will get, I will give my writer contacts on Instagram and Facebook is by HD Johnson Jr. Uh, same on Facebook, same on Instagram. Uh, and if anybody emails me and says, uh, and, uh, and says van, van, vantage point podcast, I will send you a signed copy of the book for free. So if you email me, only for the listeners, email me and you say Vantage Point Podcast, shoot me your address, I'm going to send you a signed copy of the book. That's what's up, man. That's dope. And that, I'm going to flip it. And so I actually still have two of the five copies you gave me. Okay. Because I'm not counting the one my daughter has. All right. <laughs> um, I still have two copies of The Legend of the Curl Girl. And what I'm going to do is... If you, I'm going to post it on um, my IG, so you have to go follow me. If you don't follow me, it's I am Nick Ruffin on Instagram. I am N-I-C-K-R-U-F-F-I-N. You have to follow me and then be watching for a story tomorrow that's going to launch and it's going to give you some instructions and we're going to get to know each other. We're going to talk about your journey. We're going to talk about where God has you. And then uh, next week, I'll announce the two winners that will get the free copy of the Legend of Curl Girl. So make sure you get that email. The contact information for Hobie will be on the website, will be on the episode. So make sure you email Vantage Point Podcast. It's where you heard it. Tell us something about this message that that helped you, that unlocked something for you. And then Hobie will we'll see what happens. We'll see who gets the we'll see who gets the prizes, man. We'll Let's see. Go. <laughs> um but go ahead, man. Pray us out, man, and then we're gonna bring this thing home. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, we just thank you for you directing our paths and helping us to let you direct our paths, Lord. We know that there are times where we just don't fully see or understand what you're doing, but we know that you are still doing a work, uh, whether we see it or not, Lord. We just thank you for this podcast, this platform that you're speaking through. Continue to bless it, continue to guide it, continue to to uh, to, to move it in parts of the world that Nick never thought possible, Lord. I, I just thank you for everyone that's listening to this. Uh, reach their households, provide peace, encouragement, and, and just direction uh, upon their journeys that they're that they're on individually. 
and surround them with people that will help them along their journey. Bring them that iron that will sharpen the iron. Give them the give, give them the desire and the motivation to read the word of God daily and to walk daily and to see, to listen, and to and obey. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Well, Hobie, man, thank you oh, so yeah. much, bro, for being on, man. I'm, I already know this episode is going to bless <laughs> people, man. And for those that are listening, make sure you check us out um, next week. We're going to close out this series, uh, Dream Vision, and we're going to go into March. And, and y'all don't want to miss March either because it's, it's a whole nother. When I tell you God has shifted again what he told me to do, and, it, it's, and again, being obedient, I'm just, okay, let's pivot. And so it's about to be flipped again. And so March series, more information coming out on that later this week. But for now, again, thank you for tuning in to Vantage Point. We're going to catch you all next week. Peace out. Mm -hmm.